0: Charlemagne live. That's what he said, right? That's what Ray J said. Nah. <laughs> What's going on, my podcast family? Welcome back to another episode of the Knowing Is Knowing Podcast. I'm your host, Rashad Young, and as always, I appreciate you all tuning in. Super grateful for y'all to be here today. If you're new to the journey, appreciate you. Welcome. Knowing is knowing is always about finding yourself, discovering yourself through deep, meaningful conversations rather it's through convos like this with me being open, interviews, books. Worldly things, sometimes just whatever I feel like is kind of important for us to dive into. So, a little bit about me is I really feel like I haven't talked about any of my previous episodes. I am an author. I am a counselor in training, meaning that I am in the process of finishing up school to be a therapist in the areas of mental health and family and marriage. I think that's something I've kind of dove into over the past couple of years, as far as interest. So that is probably going to be my main goal is to work in the field of family and marriage and also in mental health, mainly with kids, obviously discussing relationships and helping people navigate through that, you know. And I'm always super excited to do these podcasts for you all. This is episode seven, eight, whatever, one of the two, but I am always grateful to be here. And more importantly, just always find ways to discover new things with you all. and also discover new things myself. So thank you for all who tuned into the last series, you know, five things to learn about my 20s. Uh, Definitely was an interesting one. A little bit inconsistent as I reflect on my own journey, but, you know, just glad I was able to put that out and just know this is a building block. It's always good to have different moments so you can look back on and realize that, you know, just you you finish something, you finish through, and, you know, I'm excited to share that. But obviously I've learned more over the past couple weeks, so that list will continue to expand. And I actually wanted to transition to a new series. Um, I think this is how my combo's we're going to go discuss some different series about things that I've learned or things that are important to me. And, you know, for something that I feel like is important to talk about in the podcast space or content spaces to always be vulnerable and open. And with that, you know, as a black man who is striving to be a counselor, to be a therapist, you know, something that we often have to talk about or focus on is our emotions and being vulnerable and what that looks like. And I think that's something that I want to make sure I take pride in when it comes to providing with my own content is having those moments of being open and vulnerable and understanding and creating that space. You know, I think, you know, podcasting space, is so many people talking about different things and, you know, to be quite frank with you, I do not necessarily care for all of it. Not to say that my content is better, but I think it gets kind of redundant. We talk about the same things over and over, especially, in our space, if I'm being honest, in the black cultural space, unless it's about financial literacy, it is very much driven in gossip. Uh, we're talking about what do we bring to the table, how do we value each other as men and women or, you know, dates or all like, you know, all these things that I feel like they had value, but we don't really dive deeper into you know, really understanding what it means to be healthy in any of those spaces, it is very much for clicks and likes. And I get it, it's an entertainment aspect that's all content is about. Like, you know, again, you know, my content may be boring to some people and it may be entertaining to others. You know, it just kind of depends. And I'm not knocking those people, but I just think that it's just really important that we focus on you know, diving deeper because there is always more to learn. I think we have to quit trying to spend this narrative that our thoughts hold power alone like you know when I come up here and I talk man I'm just providing from my point of view I don't ever just say that these are the ways of the land or these are the ways that you should live your life but this is just based off of what's worked for me and how I've kind of navigated through things but I'm always going to be in the space of self-reflection accountability understanding and maybe you've been through something similar where you can kind of use my example as a as a pivoting point in your life and I just think that's what's most important so as a black man. I did want to create a series about that and it's pretty much, you know, Hey black man, that's what I'm going to call it. Hopefully this isn't copywritten if it is. And if you see this, uh, please tag me. I will change it out of respect. I know some people have, you know, different brands and logos, and I don't want to take anything from that, but I just think for me, it's important that we dive into those things, you know, in that space of understanding ourselves better as people. But from a black man perspective, I'm going to talk about different things that are, important to me. And I also think that are very centered around, you know, what a lot of black men struggle with. And, you know, I've always mentioned this in my previous content before, one of my greatest inspirations of people that kind of helped me understand about the importance of opening up is a guy named Jason Wilson, man. uh, The guy who read, you know, Cry Like a Man and Battle Cry. Somebody that I would love, I'll say this again, I would love to have you on a pod one day or even just get a chance to talk to you for five to ten minutes. You know, you're a busy man. I know people have life outside of this, and I love to respect that, but I just want to definitely give you your flowers for being one of the people that were, at least in my realm, who are at that space to understand the importance of being, you know, emotionally free from incarceration and to open up and to really be who we are, because we are human beings at the end of the day. I know oftentimes men are driven to have this stoic way of life where we have to be so strong, and we have to navigate through all these things. And we got to know our purpose, and we have to know it's. And I, I get that in the in the context of how men are wired. But I think another thing that we never never talk about is how important it is to be emotionally open as a man. And I am somebody. If you know me very well, I am sensitive. I'm not a crybaby at all. I do care about a lot of things. And I am very much rooted in my emotions. You will know how I feel because I will let you know how I feel. Has it always been that way? No. I can definitely admit that one of my biggest faults as I've learned to grow as a person as I've relatively have been passive-aggressive when it comes to conflict and recognizing that my ability to be passive-aggressive isn't always rooted in being passive-aggressive. It's just understanding that I am rooted in mindfulness and try to be mindful of others and their experiences. But because of that, I have selfishly um, responded in a way of passive aggression. And I don't want to live my life like that, but that's the basis of this whole thing. As I mentioned, self-reflection is important. And, you know, for this first episode, I wanted to discuss something that I have to work on religiously. How do I put this? I have to work on this because I know that there's more than life to this. And that is work. I know that I've mentioned about hustle culture in previous conversations, and previous episodes, and I think that, you know, in my perspective, my ability to want to work hard comes from a multitude of things. Uh, First is recognizing that I have ambition, I have drive, and because of that, there's a recognition and understanding that, you know, these things aren't going to happen overnight. You have them to work in order to be great. You have to put in the work to not only... Be great for yourself and material things, but also to put in the work to become your best self possible, whatever that looks like. And being driven in my work has had its pros and its cons. And the biggest con is that I relatively burn out easy because I am doing so much at the same time. Uh, and there's a book that I've read a couple of years ago called The One Thing by Gary Keller. And I apologize. I don't remember the other author on top of my head, but a book was always talking about multitasking how it's a myth and it's not a real thing. And, you know, I've always taken pride and always saying, I want to do all these different things and I want to be jack of all trades. But that's the truth that being a jack of all trades, a jack of all trades can also be very daunting solely because you recognize that you can't do it all. We're not superheroes. And I think that not only for people in general, but I feel like that a lot of us as black men, we, We have to perform. We have to perform at a high level in order to overcome all these different odds. And while that may be true and from a societal standpoint, it's just a reality that we're not superheroes. We cannot do everything all at once. And we have to admit that, you know, the same thing when I feel like, you know, you know, selfishly speaking that we have to quit allowing you know black women especially the most important black women in our lives to be all the superheroes and do everything themselves we have to do the same thing with us too we need each other at the end of the day and while I can't speak from a perspective of a black woman I'm very cognizant to understand that a lot of their ideologies of being independent is because of either an absence of a man or a man's inability to work towards something with them and because of that, there's a truth that we have to work together at the end of the day. And that's something that I would love to, I would always nail and express as, as long as I live. But from a man perspective, we're not superheroes. We want to be, we want to provide, we want to do all these different things. And we want to constantly work to improve and be better. But the caveat is that you will put yourself in more of a detriment if you don't take the time to really rest. And for the first time in a long time, due to a sickness I've had over the past couple of days, I had to sit here and I had to rest. I couldn't make content. I couldn't sit and write. I couldn't work on different ideals and concepts that I feel like I should be working on. And it hurt me for a minute. I was really sitting here and I was really struggling, not knowing what to do because I don't do well with idle time and the reason is because, you know, you just think about everything else that you probably are avoiding. And that's what I've learned is that our ability to work hard is driven in our inability to sit and process our emotions properly with the things that we may be dealing with. We've struggled with in the past. And when you have to sit with yourself, sometimes all those recurring thoughts and experiences kind of come in at once. And that's a tough thing to concept on. Oh, that's a tough thing. That's oh, sorry. That's a tough thing to grasp. But it is a concept that I think we all have to understand. We have to look ourselves in the mirror and we have to look at it and we have to stare at it hard. And besides all the money that we make or all the accolades that we have, we have to really start asking ourselves who are we as people? Who are we as men? Not what people think about us or what we felt we need to do for people, but who do we view ourselves as? Not the athlete, not the business owner, not the author, not the therapist. Who are you? Who am I? And I really was like sitting there and, and I've like struggled with that for the past couple of days. Like I have a fair concept of who I am. I have a confidence that I know who I am. I have an awareness of who I am. But I also recognize that my understanding of who I am has also been defined by all the outside things. When I talk to people sometimes, you're always asking about oh, how's school going or how's the book going or how's the pod going? And those are extensions to me, but then I started thinking about it, like, anybody ever going to ask me about how am I doing emotionally? Because I can also admit that as men that we don't necessarily open up all the time. And I'll talk about that in another episode. But, you know, I just really start to reflect on how much of this is a performance-based experience and how much of my life has been, I feel, performance-based. Some of it has been self-imposed. I can admit that. Some of my experiences have been self-imposed where I feel like I have to perform at this high level and I can never stop and I have to work until I get to this point. But, you know, I always think about the story of Steve Jobs where, you know, one of the most successful richest men in the world was in his deathbed and he recognized no matter how much hard work he did, it didn't save his life. And what I don't want us to do and something that I'm challenging myself to do is to really sit and have a moment to rest. Just because you're resting does not mean you're lazy. There's a difference between purposely resting and procrastination. Those are two different things. Um, I think the procrastinate is the inability to work towards something because of fear, doubts, or simply not wanting to do it because we're in comfort. To purposely rest is having the, recon- the recognition of knowing that I have tried all I can today. And that is it. We have to be okay with those results because there's a truth for that. We can work hundred and twenty miles per hour every day and it still may take us ten years to get to where we wanna go to. And unfortunately we live in a world where everything is time based, speed based. It's, you know, right now. It's microwaves. And I've noticed my own struggles with that, you know, when I would you know, I think before I think before I, you know, I had this realization, I was like, man, I'm gonna write I'm gonna write three books this year and I have, you know, three different books like I guess, in the tuck, but when I've sat back and look at all of them, you know, I have to start, like, reflecting, like, what am I doing this for? You know, am I doing this because I want to put these out, or am I doing this so I can feed into the narrative of Rashad Young being an author, and he writes books, and people don't ask you about the books, but when you feel like you meet people, they're asking you about the books, so you want to feed into the identity of what it means to be one. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's not, it's not realistic. And I think that's the biggest thing I'm starting to recognize. It's like, you know, no matter how people view you in real in reality, you're not as important as we, you know, as you think. Um, and that's okay. You know, I think that's how it should be. You know, I think we put ourselves as men to want to feel idolized because our egos need to be idolized. Who we are isn't necessarily how we come off, you know, And I just don't want us to work ourselves to the ground to prove ourselves to people that whether they care for you or not, they're not living your life. You know, a lot of us are going through real things and we have to be open and express ourselves in those experiences. You know, I have a good brother and I don't want to out you. you But, you know, I always see him all the time and I always see him working hard. And, you know, I was really proud of him to express, you know, his month of, you know, just grief and just experiencing that. And I sent him a message just telling him that I love him because I just, we have to tell each other that sometimes, you know, I think we also need to tell each other sometimes when we're not in our best state of mind when it comes to working hard. Like, bro, you're working too hard. You know, my brother, yeah, is somebody that I've always inspired to be like, you know, and I'll, I'll tag him, I guess if I clip this. And I remember, I used to tell him that all the time, like, dude, you're working so hard. You work 12-hour shifts, and then you like go to the studio, and you be there for another, you know, eight hours. And, like, you go to sleep for four hours, but you're doing it every day. I remember he would come by the house, and he would just, like, drift off to sleep when mid-sentence talking. And I'm like, man, that's the life I got to live. Like, you know, just working hard, getting there. But then he started, you know, <laughs> had that realization, like, dude, like, this isn't the way to live, and. Uh, I had that realization again a couple weeks ago as I moved to Chicago. I was from June fourteenth to I would say this past week, I was running off of five hours of sleep every day. Uh, a lot of it was just a transition, but the other thing is too, is like I feel like I had to be working towards something and my body just slowly started to break down. My parents were here a couple couple ago and uh my mom was like, I noticed you sleeping one night and it sounded like you couldn't breathe. Like, you were just, you know, forcing yourself to breathe. That's what it sounded like. And that's when I had to start recognizing, like, you know, my health is just as important as it is to get to these next steps in life. Again, I can sit here and I can court for 100 hours straight. It doesn't mean that I'm going to get to that deal. It doesn't mean I'm going to get to a million dollars if I'm not able to actually enjoy the fruits of my labor labor in a healthy way, too. And I have people around me who have been telling me about this over the past couple of weeks. And it's something that I really want us to just, again, to recognize that our health is important. Resting is important. As much as I hate <laughs> to admit that, it is. You have to take care of yourself. Again, there's a difference between purposely resting and procrastinating. There are two different things. they are two different entities of experiences, and you have to be honest with yourself about both. But either way, Taking care of yourself is the most important thing. So that's here going for a walk. If that's just making sure you get seven, eight hours of sleep, if that's being mindful of the things that you consume, like all those things are so, so important as a black man to another. I want to tell you this because I care about you. Just like you have people in your corner that cares about you, like take care of yourself, bro, for real. Um, because if not, you're going to have people at your door crying, hoping, that you do it and you don't you don't take care of yourself when it's like too late you want to recognize when it's time to take care of yourself you want to have that self awareness when it's time to rest because again we are people we're not robots we're not meant to perform at a high level every single day without having those proper things to take care of ourselves this whole body this whole soul that we have like we are very much as responsible to it as it is to us It only functions based off how we treat it, you know, again, based off of the foods we eat, how we treat ourselves, what we consume, what we, again, the information that we take in, how we heal ourselves. Like, our body will literally tell us all these different things about how to feel, how to navigate, how to express ourselves, and we have to be mindful of that. So I don't want you around here looking like a zombie like I did weeks ago. That's not a way to live life because at the end of the day, people that care about you, man, and you're more valuable than just these moments of trying to work hard. Again, there's nothing wrong with it, but working hard every day does not mean you're going to get anywhere faster. As they always say, it's a marathon, not a sprint, and then also work smarter, not harder. So just rest. That's just the moral story. Rest, rest, rest always i appreciate you all tuning in to another episode of the knowing is knowing podcast or subscribe to it on your favorite audio platform or check me out on youtube tiktok threads wherever you can find me yet i love you black man i love all my black women out there i love all my black people i love everybody in general but we're gonna keep it real as always so appreciate you all until next time peace